Hello and welcome to the Ideology Podcast. I'm Dr. Tim Ziddle, at Dr. Tim Ziddle on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create informative and short episodes designed to make personal growth and development fun again so you can cut the learning curve and become the best version of yourself while creating success at any level. Here we go. I am going to dive right into the content today because I am so fired up about it. I'm so excited about it that I am bringing you another real talk. This is me literally just spitting fire into a microphone because I find these things that I'm so excited about, so passionate about that I just can't help not talk about it, not document it, not share it with you. Again, Dr. Tim Ziddle here with the Ideology Podcasting. Today, I want to talk about a topic of better together. There's an old African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you've got to go together. Here's the thing. I have done business, entrepreneurial ventures, uh, passion projects in so many shapes, ways, and forms over my life that I have realized this to be true in so many different ways that I am now currently to a place where I'm trying to work myself out of a job. And that might seem absolutely crazy. But when we get done with the conversation we're going to have today, it's going to be short, it's going to be heavy hitting. My hope is that you see too that you are nothing, that we are nothing without the sum of each other in our lives, without our relationships. Now, what I'm not going to talk about today is how important it is to make sure that the relationships you're surrounding yourself with are healthy. I feel like you know enough about that. Maybe I'll do an episode in the future on the specific types of relationships or how to determine which relationships are healthy, which ones are unhealthy, which ones you should put more effort energy into, and which ones you should slowly uh, distance yourself from. But when it comes to what we're going to talk about today, I want to talk about being better together. In the context of what I've experienced, I will tell you that when I grew up, I was isolated. I was a super weird kid. And I say weird in, in a way that's very loving towards myself. It's taken me many years to get to the point where uh, I'm very, very okay with the fact that I am pretty nerdy. Now, I'm not talking about the fake Hollywood glasses that don't even have lenses in them or the uh, the, the, the shirt and, and tie with the cowlick comb over hairstyle that is just waiting to be ripped off and messed up so that you can reveal six pack abs underneath. No, I'm talking about t-shirt tucked into your high water jeans with the old weave belt that was so long it wrapped halfway around your waist a second time. You had to tuck it down your pant leg there. You had your knee-high white socks and uh, in, in your perpetual cowlick, not because it was cool, but because your hair just literally wouldn't lay down in the back. Even worse than that, there was a period of my life that I'd love to forget where there are unfortunately photographic evidence of me having what was called a flat top. And this is gotta be one of the worst haircuts I ever had in my entire life. I am so grateful for my father uh, learning how to cut my hair my entire childhood, but boy did I pay the price with some pretty uh, ridiculous haircuts um, because that is what I guess the style was in time. I was massively passionate about the military at that time, and that was like the old uh, Korean War, (laughs) Vietnam War haircut. Uh, We don't need to talk about that anymore. I'm going to put myself in PTSD mode. As I'm saying, though, we're going to talk about better together. I believe that in this world, in a world where we hide behind our computer screens, in a world where we hide in in our our Hollywood make-believe, hopeless romanticism of, of 
of time spent creating this fictional life um, and, and, and creating this impression for other people to be jealous of, we often miss opportunities for real connection. And I'm calling myself out in this episode here because I am a total workaholic. I work you know, every hour of my life that I can, and I'm always looking for more projects to dive into. I'm not married. I'm not even dating anyone. I'm in a place where I'm totally devoted to my work and my dog, and outside of that, I'm a homebody to recharge. I spend time by myself. I I see my family a couple times a year. I see friends a couple times a year, and outside of that, you are very, very lucky if I make an appearance (laughs) at an event, and that's not to say I'm a bigwig. It just means I don't get out much. And what I've realized and and what we're going to talk about over today is is that that's just not the recipe for a life well lived. And this is something I'm pushing myself in and stepping into. What does it look like to get uncomfortable in the area of relationships to where you're doing life with people? It requires vulnerability. It requires authenticity because nobody's going to want to connect with you if you spend all your time trying to hear all the things about them, but you're not willing to volunteer things about you. And with that, when we get isolated... When we get disconnected, that is when the real trouble comes in. I, it's no secret, I suffer from anxiety and a very, very severe anxiety disorder. I have PTSD, all the things, right? Alphabet soup. And I'm constantly helping people every single day come out of that lifestyle. Get off the medications um, in terms of being able to live a life and recover from those types of things. And with anxiety and depression and PTSD and all the mental health issues we're plagued with, I don't know that it's something that we ever get over entirely. I don't know that it's something that ever completely goes away. But there are definitely seasons of health and there are seasons of, 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 of times where you don't feel that as much and you're not pressing into that as much. And I believe one of the biggest factors in that is surrounding yourself with a really, really healthy community. And that's what we're going to talk about the importance of today. And so with that, we're going to cover three things that are so important when it comes to building a community and why you can't do life alone because life was never meant to be lived alone. They say uh, in the African safari that zebras are black and white striped or white with black stripes. That's a whole different episode right there. (laughs) Whatever color you believe is the base coat with the stripes on top, um, they are that way for a reason. It is a protective mechanism. And the reason why is because lions see in black and white. And when lions see a herd of zebra together, what they see is so much black and white, it is overwhelming for them. They will not attack because it seems way too many. What they will do is they will sit on the outskirts of the group and they will wait for a zebra to isolate themselves to walk away from the group and that is when they will attack because they know that when you're isolated, when you're alone, you are at your weakest. It is no secret that during the quarantine of 2020, we saw suicide and depression and mental health issues skyrocket. We saw more people than ever before experience mental health challenges. And I do not believe it was because the work got harder. I do not believe it was because of joblessness alone. I don't believe it was because of homelessness alone, financial difficulties alone. I believe it was because we were cut off from the one thing we need most, and that is community. One of the reasons I even named my chiropractic practice Tree Hive, why I love the hive mentality, I am obsessed with bees and hives, is because of the fundamental human need to be a part of something bigger than ourselves, and that is community at its finest. We need 
need to be a part of a like-minded group of people, whether that's a friend group, a church, an organization, a team. We need to be part of a group of people that are pressing into us and, and that we can also lean on ourselves. And there's three reasons why. Number one, life is hard. There's no secret to this. We all experience hardships, whether that is a loss of a job, difficulty in relationships. Maybe it's doing something hard, like starting a new workout program or doing a diet. It becomes infinitely easier when you have people you can lean on, people that can hold you accountable. Life is hard, and we need encouragers. We need people in our corner that can pick us up when we're feeling down. Yes, they're even the strongest of us can pick ourselves up every once in a while. We can look in the mirror and tell ourselves, you can do this. You can get through hard things. But that becomes infinitely easier when we're surrounded by people who are able to do the same. People outside of our lives that see that good in us. Number one, we need community because life is hard. Number two, we need community because we have enemies. We have adversities. We have hardships, right? And these are things outside of just life itself being hard. These are things that attack, right? It's not just our base life being difficult to get through the day. These are things over and above that. Maybe this is somebody that talks badly about you when you did good things for them. Maybe this is somebody that you're at odds with in your family or in your friend group. Maybe this is a boss or a manager that doesn't care about you, that sees only the bottom line, that puts profits over people. We all have enemies and we have adversities in our life. And so what we need is we need people that can fight alongside of us, that can fight for us. Maybe for you, this is somebody that advocates for you in your job. Maybe it's somebody that advocates for you in your home. Maybe it's somebody that advocates for you in terms of, of you know, a, a person in a, in a government setting that can advocate for you to be able to get a permit or a license that you need. We all need people that can help us get to where we need to go. And we need people that are willing to, to not just do that when it's convenient. We need p- people that are willing to fight for us when it's inconvenient. Number one, we need to do life in community and to find our, our, our group because life is hard. Number two, because we have an enemy and, or enemies. And number three, because we are limited, right? Even the best of us has limitations when it comes to our abilities, our perspective, our time, and our resources. And so when we think about that, we need to be surrounding ourselves with people that have abilities that are different than ours, that have a perspective that's different than ours, that have time to do the things that we can't or resources to be able to make things easier than what we could struggle with by ourselves. In this way, we become better. Life gets easier. It becomes a higher quality of life. Some of my best friends are people that are able to challenge my perspective. They're able to help me see past my limitations and my limiting belief systems. And this is why I want more of that interaction. This is why I need to find more people that are outside of my comfort zone and my friend group. Because if I challenge my perspective, if I surround myself with better people that are better at certain abilities than mine, it doesn't make me less. I think this is one of the biggest lies is that if we have people that come into our workplace that are better in certain areas than we are, that that means that our job is in jeopardy. If we have people in our friend group that have different perspectives than ours, then that means we're always going to argue. 
If we have people in our group that have more time than we do, then it means then we're not adequate enough because we're spending too much time on other things. If we have people that have different resources than we do, we should be jealous of them. And, and I would say to you that it's quite the opposite. That's such a limiting belief system. In fact, if you surround yourself with all those different types of people that have and are the things that you are not, it creates more freedom for you because with less effort, energy, time, money, and ability on your own, you can achieve a better quality of life. We have to stop thinking that someone else's success means our failure, that there's only so much prosperity in the world. And for one person to have it, it means there's less for us. We have to understand that when someone else wins and we are alongside of them, we are going to win as well. Because if we support them, they will bring us with them. And they'll also be deeply invested in your ability to win too. We need supporters, right? And so to wrap this up and tie it with a bow, we've got to do life together. You're going to be able to accomplish a lot of things very fast, like that old African proverb, if you do it alone. You might even trick yourself into thinking that it can be done better if you do it. Maybe there will be less mistakes. Maybe there will be less of a learning curve. But just like you had to learn hard things to get to where you're at now, and someone allowed you to learn, they trusted you to be able to make mistakes on their dime in their place, you have to be willing to do the same or you're always going to be stuck. You're going to hit a certain level where your capacity, abilities, perspective, time, and resources are limited and you'll never grow past that. But if you're willing to open up that perspective, if you're willing to open your mind to the fact that when you press into new relationships and new people, your life's going to get so much better. And that's why, again, like I said in the beginning, I'm working myself out of a job. Because the more that my associate doctor steps into a place of ownership, the more I might be able to sell her part of the practice. I might be able to see her take over and do things even better than I'm doing them, which allows me more time to do things like this podcast, to write, to bring content, to coach people, to encourage them. The more that I see my, my assistants and my patient advocates step up into places where they're confident and they get to take on conversations because they've made the mistakes to realize what it shouldn't look like, the more they are going to be able to help more people in our office can grow outside of what I can do it. The more that I turn it over to my team and I empower them with our mission and our ability to succeed and press things forward, the more we're going to be able to impact more people because they will become an extension of what I'm able to do. And I'm here to tell you that the more that you create real, lasting relationships with healthy people, the more you're going to have a better quality of life and you're going to feel a sense of completeness because human beings were never designed biologically, chemically, physically, or mentally. We're not designed to do life alone. We were designed to do life together. So my encouragement to you as I finish this is find your people. Whether, again, that's in a team, a sports team, and you get to take a little bit of time away from the office or take a little bit of time away from work to develop a hobby that's done in a group. Maybe it's a meetup group. Maybe it's a, a class you can sit in on at your local college. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a, a Bible study or a church group. Maybe it's an, a charitable organization. Maybe it's a, a rotary club or um, it's, a, it's a chamber of commerce. Whatever that looks like for you, find your people. Hold on to them. Go deeper with them. And in doing so, you're going to find life is done better together and you are going to see your quality of life improve. I am so excited to, to hear about this. Please feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to hear about how pressing into community, how seeking new relationships. Maybe your homework for this, this episode is make two new friends. And I'd love to hear how that changes your quality of life, how that affects you in a positive way. And we'll be back next time with a different episode. We'll see you guys.
You did it. You reached the end and hopefully you're one conversation, one episode closer to that breakthrough, to that success that you've been searching for. Again, you can like it, love it, share it, subscribe, whatever you want to do. I'm just grateful that you're here along for the ride and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.